Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Desi... Our top story, mm. our only story, Ooh. because I wrote up a blurb. Oh, wow. We I got had a, we to. We got a blurb. I had to, <laughs> I had to organize. Yeah, it's a lot. Every source. This and is, I kept seeing things. Like, then this guy came out, came forward. <laughs> there, there's not even, <laughs> this isn't even like all of it. Yeah, it's a lot. I did this in like two hours. It's constantly breaking. There's news stuff all the time. Mm. But our top story this week is the Glasgow Wonka experience. Ugh, I want to go. I can't believe this happened. I just like, I feel like I saw some memes when it sort of broke. And I don't think I really paid attention. And then I started seeing more things like the waitress or the bartender, the, the woman. The Oompa Loompa. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, what? Oh wait, this is way more deep than I thought. <laughs> like, I just had no clue how how far it went. One of our listeners was the first person to alert me and us. She tagged both of us. Maybe it was a guy. I don't remember, but it was a listener. Yeah, who tagged us in the story, and I was like, "Oh damn, yeah, this looks crazy." And then I just kept seeing more and more stuff. Yeah, but like the big first headline that I saw about the story was that AI, once again, AI was responsible for hoodwinking all these people. Right. Because the images that sold the experience, and experiences are big right now. Yeah. Uh, You see them all the time being advertised on Instagram? Yes. And you're kind of like, that looks cool as hell. Everything's an interactive experience now yeah. or an Instagram moment. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you kind of, I'm always suspicious of them though. And now I'm like, I should be. <laughs> this is wild. Let, let's just start okay. from the beginning. So this week, images and videos from a Willy Wonka themed event in Glasgow, Scotland went viral. The event was put on by a company called the House of Illuminati, which is a really dumb fucking name. And has nothing to do with Willy Wonka. Well, they put on, that's just the company, the event company. Yeah. I don't like that name. No. Sort of like family friendly events. (laughs) Their website's crazy, Desi. Um, Anyway. This, this, that's the name of the company, House of Illuminati. And they promise guests, quote, a journey filled with delicious treats, enchanting adventures, and moments worth capturing. That did not happen. It's a great idea because who doesn't want to go into that factory, drink a flower teacup, dip your fucking hand in the river? It's a dream come true. No, when I was a little kid, I was obsessed with that little buttercup. 
obsessed. I wanted it. Because I had this image of what it tasted like in my head. I thought it would taste like maybe butterscotch candy, but with coffee inside. I thought... I thought that it was like a honey type beverage and that the flour was like kind of crispy sugar. Yeah, it was crispy. Yeah. It was definitely crispy because when he bites into it, it looks so yummy. I also liked that wallpaper. The wallpaper. (laughs) But the other thing that I really wanted was when he's in the like outdoor area and he eats that like chewy rope. Yes. Somebody eats a, a... a chewy, sticky rope. I also like when they dip their hand in the mushroom, the white Ooh, part of the mushroom. Yeah, with the buttercream frosting. I mean, obviously going to a public event like that would be gross. Well, yeah. <laughs> but the idea of it is so good. If I was really wealthy, I would... Like, if I was wealthy and also going insane, yeah, I would, like, hire people to construct that, like, an entire replica. and Where you could lick, lick and eat everything. An edible replica of... <laughs> Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory and just have us yes. just hang out there all day. I also always wanted the witch's house and Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> that house looked so good. That house looked so good. The one in the Joan Collins one. Yes. The Joan Collins one with the sugar glass pane, like the the panes of glass windows that were made out of sugar. Yeah, just the idea of eating things that were just like, wow, that's a windowsill, but it's also a, a shortbread. No, it looked so <laughs> So good. Why was I obsessed with things that weren't supposed to be food that were food I as mean, a kid? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. this was not that at all. But what child doesn't want to go to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, as you said? Let's start with some excerpts from the New York Times article that was posted on February 27th. I'm going to read some of this article. Okay. The event, Willy's Chocolate Experience. Scheduled for February 24th and 25th, promised on event listing websites to include chocolate fountains, performances by Oompa Loompas, and interactive experiences inspired by scenes from Roald Dahl's book, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. One father, Stuart Sinclair, drove two hours (laughs) from Dundee to take his three children to the event. Quote, There was maybe 20 chairs and a couple of tables and a half-inflated bouncy castle, he said. (laughs) Mr. Sinclair said he paid 35 pounds or $44 per ticket. Yeah, those things are expensive. For his two sons, age 10 and 11, and his daughter, age 4, who was dressed in a Willy Wonka costume and had told her preschool teachers how excited she was to go to the event. Quote, the children got two jelly beans each, Mr. Sinclair said, and they got a half a cup of lemonade. Oh, my God. The article continues, families had booked time slots to enter the venue every every 15 minutes and were greeted by rows of unadorned tables and walls of black fabric separating one sparsely decorated space from another. Quote, as soon as they walked in the door, they were like, Wow, just shaking their heads and totally in disbelief of how bad it was, Mr. Sinclair said. Alana Lockins of Hamilton said that after she had bought tickets, she noticed that the event website had been updated with a legal warning to say that it was not related to the Wonka franchise, which is owned by Warner Brothers. She grew concerned that it was a scam and initially and was initially relieved to arrive and see an actual event taking place. Oh, my God. This is crazy. 
the event was abruptly canceled after someone in attendance called the police. I love if something is so bad, you call the police. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can see getting to that point where you're like some, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't do this, but I can understand somebody being just like so Someone in charge needs to take care of this. So exasperated that they're just, they don't know what to do. Right. Their kids crying and they just, please help. We're at the, we're at the Willy Wonka experience. I'm just trying to think of like walking into that event and seeing, you're probably like, did we enter the wrong way? You know what I mean? Like you're in the backstage area or something. Because it is dismal looking. No, it literally looks like, you're in the backstage area because it's like black fabric. It's like those folding cat like tables that look like they're in a conference room, like a cheap what you know what I'm talking about? Those like rentable yes. tables it's that you had a service yeah, table. it's a craft service table. And that's what it looks like. And then obviously we've seen the famous picture of the one rainbow. We're, oh yeah. <laughs> because they have these like various props sort of scattered throughout this empty warehouse. And it's just this gray, depressing... It's a big space, but it's very sparsely decorated. It is. It, is, it looks empty. It looks empty. It looks empty, but for a few things. And it, it almost looks like someone left. And, and they accidentally left a few things behind. <laughs> it looks like they were just storing those things. Yeah. I mean... It's crazy. So the New York Times article also reports on the bizarre AI-generated images on the House of Illuminati's website. So these were images that they posted with the details of the event. Yeah. So, look, we're both of us, we know what AI looks like. We know when we see it. I mean, there have obviously been, like, there are some images that look less like, obviously, AI than others. But I feel like, at least myself, I'm since everyone knows I hate AI so much, whenever I see it, I get that feeling. I'm like, that's AI. I think the thing is, and this will probably stop happening, people are going to be more aware. I hope I think so. right now people aren't even thinking that something would be fake. Do you know what I mean? Like, like these images also... I can understand doing like maybe a computer-generated image for this or like an art artist like i mean like a photoshop a photoshop or something that like an artist did uh like a computer graphic image well that's very common that's very common um but these are ai images that they're using to sell the event and in the images it's like this fantasy wonderland willy wonka candyland experience and it it makes it seem like that's what you're going to walk into yeah Yeah. Not what they got. Well, uh, one parent, her social media post about the event was, was referenced on the newspaper, The Scotsman. She said, we arrived yesterday at 1030, waited in a huge queue for about 40 minutes. And when we got inside, there was more waiting around. Underwhelming was an understatement. Embarrassing doesn't even cut it. I paid for Willy Wonka. And got Billy Bonkers. She almost had it. <laughs> <laughs> she should have said Billy Bonka. <laughs> um, Business Insider reported on a bizarre character that was added to the event that has nothing to do with Willy Wonka. Ooh. Was that Billy Bonkers? 
This is not Billy Bonkers. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this had to have this character had to have been generated from AI because all the scripts and like the literature about this event was all AI generated. Oh, damn. So this character was called the unknown. And this is a quote from Business Insider. One video that was going viral on TikTok and Twitter shows the character, the unknown, emerging from behind a mirror with a silver mask and black hair, unclear if real or wig. What is that? It's the unknown, says the actor playing Willy Wonka. (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. Have you seen this picture? I have seen this picture. This is crazy. It is a frightening image. It is a grown man wearing a silver mask that obscures his entire face. These people need to be in-depth interviewed, the creators. Like I want to I want a documentary like the um the 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 fire, the, the, the fire festival where we break it down. Honestly, this is almost more interesting than the fire oh, festival. Oh my god, cuz that's kind of like we know what happened almost instantly. Whereas this one there's a lot of creativity involved or not involved, however you want to look at it. Yeah. So the, they interviewed the actor who portrayed Willy Wonka. He was hired to play Willy Wonka. His name is Paul Cornell, or I'm sorry, Paul Connell. And he said this The bit that got me was where I had to say, There is a man, we don't know his name. We know him as the unknown. The unknown is an evil chocolate maker who lives in the walls. It was terrifying for the kids. Is he an evil man who makes chocolate or is the chocolate itself evil? So that's like what he had to say as these kids walked past this man that would jump out from behind a mirror. I need to know why they did this. This is AI generated. I know, but they didn't have to go through it. Just because AI came up with it doesn't mean they had to do it. Right. Like they could have been like, we're not going to skip over the unknown thing. That's too weird. Like someone, even though it's AI, someone agreed to do it. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, they must have thought it was cool. They must have been like, wow, AI. AI came up with this cool new character. I love it. The unknown. It's like, it's like they probably thought it added some depth or like some sort of sinister element. No, somebody said from the, like someone's tweet was posted on the business insider article, or maybe it was the author of the business insider article that was like, that's it. The unknown is Canon. It's in the Willy Wonka universe. (laughs) We've decided. Um, 30-year-old Christy Patterson was hired as an actress for the event, and she has gone on to become known as Meth Oompa Loompa. Yeah. She became known as Meth Oompa Loompa for the viral image of her in a shoddy-looking costume and bad wig from Amazon, (laughs) staring dead-eyed at the camera as she stands behind a table full of laboratory equipment. Yeah, that is a... Pulitzer Prize winning <laughs> photograph. <laughs> like it truly should win an award because it says it all. No, I saw somebody say like, I don't, I know it's only the end of February, but like this is the photo of the year. Like this will not be topped. No, it's crazy. When you see it, it has instant intrigue. Even if you don't know what's going on, you're like, what is, I need to know everything about this photo. Like, it truly is award winning, in my opinion. Just the expression on her face, and we're going to get into. Yeah. Because she's come forward. Oh, she's, and she looks 
very different in real life than she does in this costume yes. in, in this depressing setting. She's a very pretty girl. I mean, who can blame her? And she is very embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, I'd be embarrassed too. Like she thinks it's She'll funny. laugh about it one day. <laughs> I think she's still traumatized by yeah. it and I don't blame her. Because it probably was a horrible job. I mean... It, yeah, we're going to talk yeah. about what she said because she has been interviewed by several different outlets. Like I said, she thinks the memes about being a meth Oompa Loompa are funny, but she is also super embarrassed. She spoke with Vulture about the experience, telling them that she showed up for the rehearsal the day before the event. She was concerned when she showed up to the event space and saw just like, oh, it's like empty. Yeah. And she was like concerned about that. Yeah. But she kind of told herself like, all right, well, they said they're going to like be here overnight. So they must like bring in all this. They're going to bring in all this crap and it's going to like transform. Yeah. By the time we get here in the morning. Yeah. To do this gig. She was given the night before a 15 page script that she seemed said seemed to be generated by AI because <laughs> it was a bizarre script. Yeah. Paul Connell, the Willy Wonka guy, he also, he called the script, quote, 15 pages of AI-generated gibberish. He's the guy who had to make that, say that thing about the unknown. Yeah. Vulture asked Christy Patterson, tell me about that moment as the kids started coming in. Did you see the innocents leave their eyes? <laughs> and she said, they were quite upset. I think they were confused, but it was more the parents. I just looked at them, and I think they must have known when they looked at me. And <laughs> <laughs> That is so dark. It's so dark. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that needs to be captured on film. Oh I need to God. see this. An older couple said to me, I really, really hope you get paid well for this. And I was honest, and I said... I am this close to walking out. This is not what I signed up for. But I didn't want to let the people around me Aww. down. The actors I was working with are amazing people, and this has got nothing to do with them. So I just thought, I'm going to make the best of this. Christy was, of course, asked about the infamous photo of her, and this is what she told Vulture. In the exact moment of the photo, they had just told us to abandon the script. <laughs> <laughs> They had this jelly bean room, but they eventually ran out of jelly beans. I was already rationing the jelly beans to three per kid, and that was me being generous. I wanted to give the kids all the candy. So we had no jelly beans, and people were coming up to me. It was humiliating. I was starting to get angry. The other Oompa Loompa came over at this point and went, Where is everyone? Why am I left here on my own? Where is everyone else? You know how they talk about, quote, me contemplating my life. She's referring to like captions, like, yeah, because she looks utterly dejected. Yes. She said, yeah, this is me contemplating. She's like, they're right. Like, <laughs> yes, I was contemplating my life. Yeah. In this photo. In Paul Connell's interview with The Independent, he said this of playing Willy Wonka. Quote, at the end of my monologue, I was supposed to suck up the unknown man with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I asked them if they had a vacuum cleaner, and they said, yeah, we haven't really got there yet, so just improvise. Oh, my God. Paul had nothing but nice things to say about his fellow actors at the event, but the organizers were obviously not so great. 
He was promised a 15-minute break every 45 minutes, but it would be three and a half hours before he was able to take his first break. The Independent article says this, The actor said he finally managed to get a lunch break, deciding to spend it sitting in his car, staring at the floor, trying to avoid the sight of children crying, being turned away by security. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) This is so crazy. This is what Paul said. When I came back, that's when everything kicked off. There was an angry mob at the door not being let in. I had to wedge my way through. I was Wonka and it's my face everywhere, but I'm just a last minute actor, really. I didn't organize anything. People were shouting. People who put on the event were crying. There were arguments, people running around everywhere. The set had been trashed. What did they think was going to happen? So the House of Illuminati on their Facebook, they issued like an apology, but then they deleted the apology. Okay. And one of the actors in one of the articles I read said they hadn't been paid yet. Yeah. Well, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> no, but they were like, the House of Illuminati was like, we're going to refund. We're going to refund everyone. We're really yeah. sorry this happened. But they need to explain themselves. They need to explain how this happened. Yes. That's I, more than a refund or an apology. We want to know <laughs> what happened. <laughs> And how they thought they were going to pull this off. Yeah, I would, obviously I didn't spend my money, but if I was a victim of this whatever scam, I would be like, just tell me what happened and you can keep my $44. (laughs) I need to know every detail. No, that that would be worth the $44 to me. Yeah, I need to, and I need to ask questions. If I got to ask a few follow-up questions. I need to have some uh, question time with you. And then if I could also ask questions of like your acquaintances and coworkers, yeah. I'd want like a full 360 view. Also, what is their former productions? So on their website, it's like you can't click. It just It's weird. The website yeah. is clearly AI generated. Just the language that's used, it's, it's super generic and yeah. vague. And every single image on the website is AI generated. And it basically, they're like, we're an events company and we'll create an event for you. And then they have a list of like different kind of theme events that they put on, but you can't click on them to see more information, but they give like a tiny blurb about it. They're like, this is the um, relaxing retreat event, you know, unwind and relax. And it's like they have this image of this serene beautiful natural vista and it's like unwind at our spa yeah i mean it's just utter bullshit i mean the thing about ai is like even if you love ai and are a huge fan of it you have to accept that it's not great right now well yeah you can't use it like it's unusable right now like maybe one day it would get better i still would be against it but if you're a fan of ai you've got to be like this is unusable we can't use this that's what I'm always curious about. Like, don't they see? And there are so many examples where it's just egregiously bad, but people will still post the images. And I have, I do feel like there are things, and I know people who use it for um, like boring technical writing where you just need a first draft and then you fix it, but they always, you're always fixing it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You can't just put it out there. Yeah. Like, maybe make your Willy Wonka script. But then you have to go in and fix it. 
<laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I, I just, I'm trying to like be like, even if you want to do this, there's ways to do it. You're not doing it. I know that's why we need like a breakdown yeah. of every thought process that happened. The wildest thing to me is that they went with that unknown thing. <laughs> That was a choice. The unknown's my favorite part of it. My, it's my favorite part because that is if I can imagine being a little kid and being so scared of that. Look, one of the funniest things that can ever happen is where something is unintentionally very scary for children that is supposed to be for them, yeah. but no one gets it. No, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's wrong and I don't want children to be scared, but it's so, it's just like funny, like Oh my Sorry. god. No, my mom had like artwork like like in the house uh, when I was a kid that would scare me so much I would close my eyes when I passed by it. But yeah. she didn't know and I didn't tell her that it scared me. Yes, it's just very it, cuz it it's like also some kids are fine with stuff and some kids aren't. Do you know what I mean? Like some right. kids can be more scary or have more scary movies or whatever. Yeah. Um. So you just don't know. Or just certain things. You can't really pinpoint why it scares you, but it does. It's just weird because it's not, even though it's canon now, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't before. Like, to be honest, it's like, yeah, I could see something like that, but it would be, you know, more well done, obviously. Like yeah. a scary, like the, what's that guy's name? It's not Slytherin, but like the guy, the scary guy at the end. Or the scary guy through the movie. Oh, who Mr. Think, Slugsworth. 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 Like someone like that, that actually is a villain, not working for Willie. Right. Like I could see a rival entity. It's fine to have a villain in children's entertainment that's like, we like the villains, they're fun, but this isn't even an existing villain. They just, AI just made this up. No, I love it. It's very funny. It's so good. And I I have to say the best thing AI has ever done. <laughs> I think this is the only good thing AI has ever done. Cuz it's crazy. Cuz it's so fucking I just stupid. think it's funny cuz it's like they didn't do anything as far as decor, whatever, but they got that mask, that headpiece. <laughs> they they went and got that. They <laughs> they were like we got to make trick that out. I'm wondering, did they type in what is the unknown, like what's his costume? Did into AI, AI? Into AI. Ooh. Or did they come up with what do we think the unknown this looks like? This is why like? we need the fucking documentary. This is going to be a documentary, I It bet. has to be. Yeah. Because it's too good. Every single major news outlet has written about this story. And there's and it's not even just like a blurb where every news outlet posts the same blurb. It's no. like Associated Press. Right, right. No, no, no. It's like every news outlet has like interviews with different people. Right. Involved in this, and they they'll find like a new cast member, a new child, a parent. Yeah, yeah. No, I want it all. And the TikToks of the cast members have gone viral. Oh yeah, because they're all coming out now with their little story, with their story, or their yeah. like, with their version of what happened or what happened to them. No, I'm riveted by it. It's so good, and um, yeah, I want to see more. Uh, streamers are craving content. So we know we're going to get at least two documentaries about this, right? Yeah, this is this is something watch them all. the people want to know about. Oh my god, I, I just can't because I know there's going to be more stuff to come out even in the next few weeks. Yeah, like what? What if there's this, some crazy? I think that the owner of the company of House of Illuminati. I didn't write this down in my notes, but he has been like in trouble before for like some scam behavior. These people are wild, like the Billy McFarlands. It's like in their head they want to be something so big, <laughs> like this 
like impresario, right. like putting on these events yeah. and creating these experiences, but they have no talent. They're not good at what they do. Yeah. And they, they bomb. Like they're good at maybe making this initial pitch. I just, that's it. I just don't understand this mindset because I'm the type of bitch who, like I like to have dinner parties a lot, but even when I'm having like four close friends over who I could serve a pizza that I got delivered and they'd be happy, I'm so stressed that whole fucking day wanting to make sure everything's perfect and that the food's all good and that there's enough drinks, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't even try. Like you could I'm have gone saying. to a 99 cent store and decorated better than what they did. I'm telling you, what is the mindset where you are not stressed about an event you're putting on? Making, I don't know. Making people happy. Or, and you know, that's the thing with scams like this. There will be a consequence for your lack of like ability and lack of trying. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. It's not like years later we're like, shit, all of our money has been drained from our bank account. And we didn't even know we've been charged this all this all these years or whatever. Yeah, this is like people are coming with tickets on Saturday. Right, it's gonna happen. You will be immediately busted <laughs> for being put on this piece of shit. Like, <laughs> do you are, know what I mean? Like, people are gonna have questions, especially in the age of social media, where like you didn't think one person was wasn't gonna snap a photo of this. This is also like. You know, there's like the famous thing where like, here's the image um, they show in the ad of the Whopper. Here's the Whopper in real life. That's this. This is not, but this is even, it's like people would have probably been like, wow, this kind of is not as good as the image. Right. It sucks, but what do you expect? This is even worse than that. Right. They didn't even try. No, they didn't even try because the whole, it's like depressing. And then they have like, you know, at these events, they have like a, a photo backdrop where you can take a picture yes. against the the like poster or the like backdrop yeah. they used isn't even big enough. Like it's it's pretty small. Like that should have been a no brainer. That's you got like that up. The easiest thing to do. I just don't know what they were thinking. I don't get it. I need to know. I agree. Um, I would. I'm stressed out about the most small like. If I be, say something I'm going to do, it's going to be great. It yeah. better be like if I'm like, oh, I make the best coconut cake. Right. I'm going to be spending a lot of time <laughs> making that thing perfect. If I burn it, I'll be making a second one. Like 100%. I will not like I will make it happen. So I don't get not living up to your promise. Like yeah. I don't get how you live with yourself. You'd have to I'd have to like move to a different country. Yeah. If I failed that spectacularly. No, I'm telling you, I'm the same way. I get so stressed about things not being perfect at just like my small dinner party. And that's why I don't, you know, do a lot of stuff. Because I'm not going <laughs> to disappoint people. <laughs> I only do what I can I can handle. Like, yeah. what I know I can pull off. I'm not, I know I'm not an empresario. Would that be cool to have that as a title? Yes. It's a very cool title to have. But Here's the thing, though. If someone was like, do this, you have to, and I'll give you a million dollars, I would do it. Oh, I would do it, and I would have fun. I would make it great. It would be awesome. If somebody financed me being an impresario, yeah. I would throw a great party. No. And if someone was like, come in and save our asses, you've got a week, I would have put something together. 100%. If I had a huge budget, it would have happened. And I would have baked baked goods. I would have had enough fucking candy. That's the, for sure. The the reality is even even if like the decor wasn't like the coolest or the whatever, at least the food would be good. And I heard 
from the parents, one of the parents, he said there wasn't even any chocolate there. And they were told that they were going to get a chocolate fountain, that there was going to be a chocolate yeah. fountain there. There was not a chocolate fountain, but I saw this one TikTok video that one of the parents took and they're going over this little like bridge and it's like literally like a play school bridge. They got it Toys R Us. Yeah. And they're like, there's the chocolate river. <laughs> That's what the mom said. And it's just like painted brown, like... <laughs> 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 under <Shit> river <laughs> there's a shit smear on the floor <laughs> it's just like it's like how did you not at least have some fuck go to walmart or whatever and get some chocolate fucking fountains that people put up at parties no they couldn't like even you couldn't do even that. do that what is it tesco like, yeah <laughs> whatever go to your department store they couldn't even go there i mean this is so lame the ch- i saw the chocolate river that made me laugh out loud because I was like, that river is was just so sad. That it's like when you're doing that, you gotta feel like a huge piece of shit. You know what you're doing is very wrong. <laughs> no, the chocolate river spans about three feet, and it's just a painted paper. It's crazy, and that they did this. They're they're wild for this. One of the actresses who played the Oompa Loompa, she was like, the costumes they got us, the Oompa Loompa costumes were very revealing, and like we had, like we were like. We needed to cover ourselves up. Like they got them like slutty Oompa Loompa costumes. (laughs) And there wasn't even a lot of them. There was two. Like it's like you got to have like 20 fucking Oompa Loompas because that's the whole thing. They're running in packs. And with a chocolate factory, you got to have a ton of fucking Oompa Loompas popping in and out. That's part of the spectacle of the Oompa Loompas. Yeah, they're taking shit in and out. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what the hell? The spectacle of the Oompa Loompas is that there's so many of them and they all look exactly the same. Yes. And what the hell is that chemistry set? Why was she making meth? What was what was that? What was that supposed to be? They, like, saw that one scene where they walk through that lab where they're making the yeah. everlasting gobstopper. Yeah. But, but get, that's that, at least make a lab room they walk through that's fucking bright white and cool and cool with like beakers. No, this like, was literally like a my first chemistry set that they just put on this sad table and it's all black, like the background. Yeah, so it looks it looks like Halloweeny almost. It's so wild, Desi. No, I want to see more images. I want more stories. I want a full documentary, and those people need to be brought. To the Hague and, test- <laughs> and testify in front of the world for what they've done. We need to start shaming people like this more publicly and like, go, you tell us what you did, like old school grandma. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, you sit down right here on this chair At and the you Hague. spill it. You tell, you tell us what us. you did and why and why what you did is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> then you'll never do it again. And then we'll decide your punishment. I mean, I'm serious. These people can't stop. They need to stop doing this shit. They need to be stopped. I'm surprised their website's still even up. No. They're like that company. Didn't we cover a company who did this kind of stuff for like the, the Neiman Marcus catalog? They Remember they did like a... Um, they were like decorate your kid's backyard or something like Candyland. Oh, that one of the Neiman Marcus fantasy gift people were scammers. I don't think they were scammers, but they had an event company and oh. we were kind of speculating, like, what's this event? Like, this is a new thing, I think, these like events and okay. experiences. So they weren't scammers. I do remember. I do remember what you're talking about. That was one of the fantasy gifts and it was like $100,000. 
for us to decorate your kid's birthday party or whatever. And it looked kind of like, it's like whatever, but it's like a hundred grand. Are you fucking kidding me? No, like it was so much money. So it's like, sometimes things aren't technically a scam, but it's like, you're overcharging yeah, a bit. Way overcharging. <laughs> also, this is a child's party, not no, your wedding. It was crazy. Uh, no, I, I love this story. It's I so good. Too. It's and one of our best stories. I just want to know more. Well, I just need more. We'll keep you updated if yes. there's any good information Absolutely. that comes out or a documentary. Yeah. We will take a quick break here. We'll be right back. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates, go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. Desi, did you watch The Traders last night? Of course. I tweeted about this, but I was literally picking up some something from Trader Joe's because I like didn't have dinner stuff. And I was like, oh! <gasps> And the woman was like, are you okay? And I, I literally was like, oh, I just remembered <laughs> there's a new episode of The Traders tonight. 
That's literally, I literally gasped. You told her? I told her because I didn't know what to say and oh. she seemed concerned for me. Oh my God. What did she say? She was just like, didn't know what I was talking about. Because oh the trader, I feel like the traders is not, people don't know about this show. It's like online people know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's so good. It's so stupid, Desi. I can't believe I like this show. It's so stupid. I was like shaking last night. I was like, I was like, I can't go online. I turned the subtitles off because I didn't want to be spoiled by the subtitle coming up early. Oh, right, right, right. Sometimes it does that. Yeah, absolutely. But I I mean, wow. I, I did I did gasp when they said Peter. Or when MJ said Peter. I know. I was I happy. Did, yeah, I was happy too because I Peter's a dork. He, I just want, he needs to go. He needed to go because he was like too much of a hall monitor. I do wish they had just booted Trishel, but I do think that strategy was a backfire in general. They should have gotten rid of one of their own. I do think it's funny that every time people would talk about Phaedra's suspicious behavior, they'd show like all these clips of her where she does look really suspicious. Because <laughs> she, she does a lot of overacting facial expressions. No, it's really funny to see them all put together in a compilation where she's just like, ooh, and she's like, "Mm mm-hmm. And then she's like, wow, these biscuits are delicious. The thing about Phaedra, though, is that's who she also is. So if you know her from Real Housewives, she really is a character like that who is kind of performative. So it kind of works. And I do think that's why she got away with it for so long. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean... Whatever. I got to say, I could do without the challenges they do. I think the challenges are so boring. I thought last night's was probably the the best challenge because I did laugh out loud. Because it involved people falling. Yes, exactly. That's the only reason. But have, I want to see reality stars fall <laughs> and bust their fucking face <laughs> on a floating platform. Yeah. Because that, that's like that show Wipeout. Remember it was, Wipeout? I loved Wipeout. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Wipeout because no one ever won that show. It's just funny to see people running as fast as they can and bust their face on a giant ball yeah. <laughs> or like whatever. Yeah. Cause you're like, I would never do that or lose their balance and like just fall. No. So that challenge, I did laugh out loud and I, I loved seeing, uh, what's his name? CT mm-hmm. and his tight pants. I was like, look at his little, he got a little booty. People like CT. He's got thick thighs and a little fat ass. And people like seeing that run in those tight pants. He does have a fat ass. Yeah. I'm just saying that girls think he's hot. Well, I'll tell you, I never watched the show that he was on. I don't even know what it is. I, I'm guessing it's like an MTV competition it show. It is. Trishel did it too. Um, and I liked his little showmance with Ph- Phaedra. Uh, I did too. So I think he's a very respectful guy. I'm going to bang him. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but I was like, Kara thinks he's really hot, and girls think he's hot. I just never watched him on that MTV show, so I, I don't, don't know have context. Him. Yeah, and I think he is kind of a meathead, but a sweet, and a lot of girls like that. Yeah. So I, I can't. Who can blame them? No, I'm embarrassed. I had never seen the the um, what's the, the show the challenge? Called? No, I'd never seen Big Brother before. So I texted Desi. I was like, Is Dan hot? <laughs> Sometimes you need to know the context I'm before like, you hate before you think someone's hot and they're like that's the biggest asshole on TV. No, I I texted her like while I was watching cuz I like had to catch up cuz yeah. I started watching it late. I'm like is Dan hot and you were like yes, Dan is weirdly hot but in like a you're embarrassed about it kind of way. <laughs> cuz he's too scummy. It's not that he's scummy, it's that he's not For me he's scummy. He he's not my type at all. 
No. He's not my type at all, but I found him very attractive. Because he's kind of like a nerd, but I think he is a little skeevy. Like, But he's like so businessman. I know, but he has this like gross, like you could picture him being <laughs> into something really kinky. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, what kind of kinky? Like, I feel like is he it prob- good? I have no idea, but I could picture him like wanting to be a, like abused or something. Well, you like that. <laughs> him in his place i'll make him pay for what he did to phaedra <laughs> that was crazy no he did ruin their games i have to say he fucked up People, i think he fucked up the show it still was entertaining <laughs> but he fucked up their game completely Well, because he put a target on her back for the rest of her days and she was no one was thinking of her no until one. that happened no one and here's the thing i love about this show we're supposed to be like rooting for the faithfuls but i Whenever Trishel talks about Phaedra being a faithful, I'm like, shut the fuck up, you dumbass bitch. And I'm like, well, she is right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like yeah. mad at her for knowing Phaedra is a, a traitor. No, I'm mad at her too. And I am rooting for the traitors. Of I course. have been the whole time. No, there's like. That's why I hated Peter because he's such a little dork. Also, the fact that he didn't become a traitor. I was like, first of all, yeah. he's like, I'm playing this game faithful and true. It's like, Why? it's a fucking game, you dork. Right. It doesn't Who mean you're gives a shit. Actually, Being a traitor is not against the rules. It's the rules. Like, it's also not like some nefarious thing that's illegal. Well, it's like, who are you? Like Prince Valiant? <laughs> what do you think you are? See, now I need to know the context for his season on The Bachelor. Yeah, because I only told you that one. I only know that one piece of information that he's the guy who fucked her four times in the windmill, which makes him seem cool, right? And he's a total dork on the show. He's just such a dork on the show, and so I was like happy when he got kicked oh, out. Oh, me too. And I loved he. That was the line of the season for me was when Phaedra tore his tore into him at the table yeah. with the "I don't have to kiss your ass for a rose." Like she'll pull a line like that out of her ass <laughs> that sounds scripted. The only reality person I knew going into this show was Peppermint. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I know a lot of the Bravo celebrities, and I did know who Peter was. I didn't watch that season. I didn't, I feel like I had a vague idea of Dan, and I knew who Trishelle was, even though I never watched her shows, just because she's been around forever. And she's on like a million shows. That's funny that this is like their job. Like these people, I know. their job is to do reality TV. I never was like a real world girl. No, I wasn't either. I watched a few. I've watched like a bit of it and I know all the, but I know all the people on it. Yeah. Just because they were. I mean, I watched it. But it, it wasn't like someone kid, who was crazy about it. I had lots of friends when we were in elementary school. Like I had friends who loved the real world. So I watched it, but I wasn't a real world head. The one stand. I most watched was, I think it was New Orleans. And there was a girl on it, Frankie, who had um, some kind of lung, that the cystic fibrosis. Oh, yeah. She died. That's really sad, I know. Uh, but she was kind of gothy, too. So you liked her? I did. Yeah. She wasn't sick on the show. I mean, she had it, but she was like fine on the show. But yeah, she would yeah, always yeah. have these things. Yeah. Uh, so that was the only one I watched. But obviously, they're just so in the pop culture. Of during that period, it was so big. Yeah. 
But yeah, I watched Traders. I was really excited when I remembered. I also watched The Two Love is Blind. Oh, God. I can't wait to talk to Kara about this next week. I have to say, these episodes were pretty mid for me. They were After mid. everything we've gone through. They were mid for this season, but... In, Still good. They were good, but they definitely... There was only like a few moments. Like, I would say the best moment for me, and we'll go deep into this with Kara, was drunk Chelsea fighting, yes. fighting with Jimmy. Because that bitch is unhinged. That was... She's she's the villain of the season for me. Yeah. Like she's awful. I she has me defending Jimmy. She okay? has all of us. <laughs> she has all of us siding with Jimmy, which is crazy. And one of the things I love about the show, the production on this show, is how much whiplash you get by who you're rooting for and who you hate and who you don't hate. Yeah. No. I mean, when I say mid, it's just because that it's been so stellar. Yeah. So this was definitely like, okay, fine. And it was only two, so I burned through them very quickly. I know. I know. But I'm looking forward to more. I mean, uh, for sure. She is diabolical. I never really got her appeal. Uh, I don't like that type of person. She seemed annoying from the get-go to me, yeah. but not as sinister as she has become. She's very manipulative and borderline emotionally abusive. Here's what I don't like about her. She does this thing. As if like, this was a man, we would say he was being emotionally abusive. Oh, totally. That's all I'm saying. Um, and controlling. Um, she, a pet peeve of mine is people who cannot apologize without saying but. And that's what she does. She does that. To, like She did something where she's like, I'm sorry, but you too. Right. Like you, you also, also did. To, yeah. It's like, no, you just apologize. I'm sorry. I'm I don't I'm not accept those apologies no longer. It's a bullshit apology. It's like just say what you did. It doesn't matter what anyone else in the world has done, also. That's that's <laughs> that's not your job. Yeah. That's not your job. You can tell them in a different conversation in a different sentence that they hurt you, but when you're making an apology, you're talking about what you did. Also he didn't do anything wrong. No. So you're, but you too is not even accurate in this situation. No, not at all. Because when you see what he was trying to do, you're like, seriously? And I, I like that he was kind of like, then I'm, I'm not going to do that. So I'll leave. I'm not right. going to stop seeing my friends. I don't like that. She is awful. And if, I hope she sees herself on TV and really takes stock. Well, she is. I've seen like a few clips of her on social media where she's like, Haha, yeah, like she's laughing about it. She's like, yeah, I know. I know. I'm crazy. It's not funny. Like it's she's not, funny. not funny. Like that's not fun and crazy. I don't want to be with somebody who tells me I can't hang out with somebody. Her behavior is just so embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. It makes me like hurt when She's I watch her. I'm like, dude, you need to. He needs to run. Yeah, he cannot. I'm. I'm worried for him. Um, I think. <laughs> I think he. I don't know. Like what? Like because he came back to her. I just. I'm concerned. I don't know what his deal is. Because he didn't seem like he really liked her. Maybe it's the show. Maybe he's like feels like he can't break up with her right now. But the weird thing is, everyone's like he. He doesn't really like her. He's just pretending. He's trying to get there. It's like then he would take the first out he could. Right. Because he would have, no one would blame him for leaving after that fight. No one. So I'm like, he must really like her. I think he does. I think he really likes her. That's what I'm talking about with the whiplash. Yeah, because he, if he didn't like her, he'd be looking for his first out. Just like, uh, 
you know, whatever, Kenneth or Jeremy, those, like they were looking for it. They were looking for an out. Yeah. So I think he really does like her. He needs, he probably needs to go to therapy or something because he's got an issue. Everyone needs, everyone (laughs) who even thinks of applying for Love is Blind should go to therapy. It's pretty bad at this point if you're applying to that show. And I'm saying that as someone who goes to therapy and advocates for that. It's not a slight, it's just a fact. Just think about it. Um, I did have a podcast recommend. I may have recommended this before, but I thought the podcast went away and it actually just moved to Patreon only. Oh. Um, but a lot of the old early episodes are still where, you know, whatever on Apple Podcasts or whatever you use. And it is a movie pop culture type recap show. And it's called We'll See You in Hell. And it's hosted by a comedy writer, Patrick Walsh, and a comedian, Joe DeRosa. Mm. And they're really funny. Cool. They're really friends. And I know they're guy, they're men. That's okay. Straight <laughs> guys. <laughs> a lot of people don't want to hear straight guys talk about movies. It depends. <laughs> Who is it? These guys, they sound like they're They're nice fun. Guys. I think I like them because they are genuinely friends and you can tell and... It, it's a classic, like one of them's a little more curmudgeonly, yeah. But it's they're real, so I, I find them. I find the podcast very funny, and I know not everyone has tons of money for Patreon because you're all using it on us, probably. And we like and we that. love it. We don't, love don't that. go away from us to them. But if you can afford both and like the podcast, then you can join their Patreon because mm. they have more content there, obviously. Um, and I just, I've been having fun listening. It's, I like listening to them because they make me want to watch the movies Yeah, and I always like that. I like when I, I like when I'm listening to something and I go look up a movie or I'm like, oh, I need to hear that song that they're talking about. Like that's a fun type of interactive, almost podcast. So, uh, yes, highly recommended. Speaking of Patreon content, we just posted our newest Law & Order SVU recap on the Patreon that's at the $10 tier as well as our recap of a very awful Tim Allen movie from the 90s. Yes. Jungle jungle to Jungle. Called Jungle to Jungle. Jungle to Jungle. Which I had seen. Yeah, I had never seen. And Desi had never seen before and she says she will never see it again. No, that's off. It is a two-hour recap. We spent two hours last night talking about it. I, I wrote like a letterbox review for this. No, you didn't. I did because I hadn't done one in a while and I was like, I just went on there. That'd and I was be like, a, that's a funny one. I, did, a I wasn't funny too one. funny, but I was like, this, this made me uh, in physical pain, emotional pain as well. Yeah. And yet I, I talked about it for two hours on my podcast. <laughs> then, I, then, I, then I took that pain and talked about it for two hours on my podcast. Promoting the pod on Letterboxd. I, love I that. am. I I'm love doing that. a crossover. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> oh, what's my show? Yeah. I was kind of like my show, you know, just keep it real. And they're like, I'm hoping people will be like, what's your show? Oh, well, let me tell you. Like you can have one of those <laughs> viral letterboxed reviews because yes. people are really looking for the jungle to jungle. Oh, okay. Here's a funny thing. Here's a great example of something I heard on these guys' podcast that I immediately went to check out. And I'm everyone might know about this, but I didn't know about it. Apparently, there's like a TikTok, and this, this might be available on other platforms, where people... T- Tubby, which is called some people call Tubi. Tubi. <laughs> I call Tubby. Tubby. Tubby 
has it's tubey. I know, but I like calling it tubby. <laughs> Because just, it's like a tube. Yeah, but I know. But it, I always just call it tubby because that's what comes out. I mean, that is funnier. Um, but that they apparently have their own movies yes. on there. And yes. people post the most insane scenes from these movies um, in these TikToks. And I was laughing out loud watching the most insane moments from these these movies, including one where this woman gets shot in the head, <laughs> which sounds horrible. But the way they film the bullet going... It is like the lowest budget, like CGI or whatever. I don't even know if it's CGI. And apparently there's a very famous one too that sounds really violent, but also kind of funny. Or no, some guy's like something something with his dick. Have you mm. heard about that one? No. Uh, so I haven't found that TikTok yet. I'm looking for it. But I was watching a bunch of these TikToks of these tubby scenes i can't not say tubby it's tubby uh and they're really funny so now i'm kind of like we should explore that um movie genre and see if there's anything (laughs) worth watching because they're they're crazy and they're all free movies yeah it's free i've watched real movies on that i have yeah because you can find things there you just have to watch fucking commercials that are literally always just inserted I'm sure it's like when we first started inserting ads, just put them between a sentence. Yeah. You know what those ads just pop? It's not at the end of a scene. It's just like mid-sentence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know it's a low-budget site. They don't even give a shit where they put the ad placements. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of like, I was like, I've never even explored that aspect of that website or that streamer because I didn't know it existed, but it's right. a thing. So. Uh, I'm looking. I'm gonna look into that for us. Cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, what else we got? Well, obviously we did Kara's Kara Berry's oh, right. podcast, Everyone's Business But Mine, and we we recapped the first how many episodes? Nine. We recapped the first nine episodes yes. of Love Is Blind. We spent three hours. <laughs> it is a three hour long podcast. So please listen to that. And I think it, it's really fast. It goes fast. What goes right? fast? Listening to the podcast. Well, because you're having so much fun. Yeah. And so it's juicy. We're going to be back with her after the final episode airs. Is it, um, are we going back after the weddings? Yes. Okay. So that'll be a shorter podcast. So I think it's just one episode. But maybe. I think there's like more episodes before the weddings. Is I think there's like four more episodes. No way. I'm not kidding. Because I saw like March 6th, the yeah. next batch drops. And I thought, I thought it, was it was just one. No, I thought it was four. Who said four? Am I crazy? I thought it was just the wedding episode. Okay. I could be wrong. I thought it was maybe more than one. two up Because the weddings are like in two days. Oh. Or they're in eight days. Yeah, I'm not sure. I could be wrong. I thought it was longer. I thought, I mean, I thought it was more episodes. Well, we're going to recap whatever they shit out. Yeah. Well, it'll probably be shorter because we've said what we said. We said what we said. We said a lot. And there's the problem with this show is also new stuff is dropping daily in terms of social media. Right. I'm waiting for more because some of the couples, I'm like, I haven't seen anything about them yet. It's coming. <laughs> Right? Like yeah. We haven't gotten a good Clay AD type deal. We haven't gotten any good tea from them, nor have we gotten anything from Johnny and Amy. Who honestly, That would be a shocker. That would be the only thing that would shock me at this point, even though I still am stunned, even by the behavior, like just the continuing bad behavior of the other people. Right. But 
Honestly, Johnny and Amy, I'm bored to tears by their scenes, and I want them to be over as soon as possible. But I will say it will hurt me if something comes bad about Johnny. It will I don't hurt want, me, too. I don't want I it to like happen. Them. I don't I want like, it to happen. I think both of them seem like very sweet people. I really like Amy's dad, who we met. That was cute. He was really sweet. I think they're a cute couple. I really do think they found love in the pods, and I don't want anything bad. To, I'm fine with them being the one good couple. I like... I like their scenes now because it's like I need a little breather sometimes. Mm. So it's like, okay, I'm going to watch this scene with her dad because I'm recovering from Chelsea. <laughs> I need like <laughs> I need a palate cleanser because I'm stressed as hell. Like that behavior stresses me out. Um, and I do like that Amy and Johnny and their innocence lead to fights Yeah, just by Chelsea being insane. And then jo- Jimmy gets crazy with her. What is going to happen when I get on a flight with American Airlines and Chelsea is my flight attendant, like what's gonna happen? I'd be scared. <laughs> it would be you should, so. You should be like, can I have your autograph? <laughs> I You're would. Megan, Megan Fox. Oh, I thought you were Megan Fox. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Carrie Underwood. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I would lose it. I wouldn't feel safe on that flight. Oh my god, Desi. <laughs> I really wouldn't. I don't know what she's gonna do, dude. That is crazy. She's got to spend the rest of her life now making sure we don't all think that badly of her because of the way she acted. This is why I would never go on reality TV. She put herself on TV like that. She, how do you, I just don't understand. I would never forget the camera was there. No. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> I would never lose myself no, when pe- so much. But when people say like, oh, you forget the cameras are there. I'm like, how? I don't understand how. Unless you're literally doing it for like three months, maybe you forget at some point. I have no idea. I would, I don't, not me. I would be very conscious, especially about bad behavior. You know how you can be like angry at someone in public or at a party? You save it till you get home. Yeah. Like you can do it in that circumstance. Right. So why wouldn't you be able to do it there? Like wait till the cameras go home and go, and now we're going to talk about how you went out and had a drink. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, right. How are you not like, she's also sucks extra bad because she brought up something that he brought up to her off camera. Like she, Oh, that was low. It was low because she threw his friend under the bus. Yeah. And that was information that was said in private to protect his friend. I truly think this modern world has made people monsters just about revealing stuff like that all the time. It's like not everything is for public consumption. Right. Just fucking keep keep it keep your lips shut. Some <laughs> some things need are okay to be private. Well, it's kind of like that thing we were talking about that Bradley Cooper. Oh my god. Okay, like I was like just stop trying to get an Oscar cuz he over the past week <laughs> he has revealed that he didn't love his daughter when she was born. Right? He's like, I just didn't feel it. I was like, like, keep it to yourself, sir. Then today, he's like, oh, my dad was nude around me all the time. We used to take, I used to take showers with him. Why is he saying all this stuff? I think he's trying to be charming. And I was like, no, you're, you're, you're broken, sir. (laughs) Like, you're not being charming by revealing personal details. We're over it. We're over the personal detail reveals at this point. Didn't he say something else? No, it's like out of control. <laughs> oh, he said something he wanted. He's like, I just wanted Leonard 
Bernstein to be inside of me. Right. right. Or the way he phrased it, I was just like, what? Yeah. You can't say it that way, sir. It was like a little horny. It was too horny. (laughs) And I was like, you're trying to, he's trying to like make this personality public, but it's like not genuine. Well, it's not him. You're not a freak. You're You're not not Nicolas Cage. Or Joaquin Phoenix. (laughs) Yeah. You're not. (laughs) That's not who you are. You're very boring uh, person. Sorry. I don't know what he's doing. I think he's trying to, I think he sees his Oscar chances slipping away. And so he's doing a lot of press and I think he's trying to make headlines. Yeah. Well, it's I don't know. I mean, he's making headlines. I do. His daughter's not going to be happy. The daughter thing was funny because it's like, no, that's women who get postpartum. Also, I do <laughs> feel like there's a way of saying it, but he said it so inelegant. It was the way. Like, it was the way he phrased it was bad. I'm sure he didn't like mean that, but the way he phrased it was comically funny because he kind of doubled down on it too. <laughs> Yeah, because he's like, I didn't love her, and like, no, I really. And she's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> Instead of saying like, yeah, it took me a while to connect. I it was weird because I thought I would instantly, but it's like you have to build it still. Like whatever, like you can say it in a way like that. Yeah, but um, no, the shower with the dad thing. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you just. What was the question? I'm sorry. Did he just he's just like dropping these things? He's volunteering. They're them. like, how is it working with Carrie Mulligan? And he's like, my dad's dick was dangling in my face as a child. Honestly, now I need him to win the Oscar so that he makes a really deranged speech. Oh, he's gonna lose it. I I hope I'm rooting for Cillian, Killian 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 Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, I like him. I mean, I didn't see good. the movie, but I like him. Who? I just think I like him. No, I'm rooting for Paul Giamatti. Oh, I forgot about him. I'm rooting Either for Either one Paul. of them, I'm fine with. I, I saw, I mean, I know Killian Murphy's going to win, but in term the holdovers versus Oppenheimer, I'm a holdovers girl. Yeah, I That's mean. That's way more my movie. Right. I love Paul Giamatti, and I would and be I just happy. Love him. I forgot about him. But as far as like the front runner type people go... I'll be happy with Killian Murphy. I like him. He's a weird like that's a genuine weirdo. And he doesn't say anything. He just vibes weirdo. He does vibe weirdo. So Bradley's like trying. It's like, no, look at Killian. He's just sitting there and we're like, what a freak. <laughs> you just know he is. <laughs> he just sits. He just sits. And you're like, damn, I'm scared. Yeah. He's kind of scary. Well, he was the scarecrow. Because he's interesting. And he was in red eye. That's he's a good also movie. he also seems like someone you want to like you. Like where I'm kind of like, oh, I hope he doesn't think I'm annoying. I don't want to annoy Killian Murphy. I think I would annoy him. I know, but you wouldn't want to. But I don't care if Bradley Cooper's annoyed with me. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I. He seems Killian Murphy seems like very private. He does that thing where he's like he's the serious actor where he's just very private about his life because he's a vessel for the. I roles. love that. I like that. We need to get back to that. We're not there anymore. I mean, there are some A-listers who do maintain that, where they their private lives are very private. Yeah, but I like it. We're the age of social media now. We know so much. It works. Works for me. Keep them private. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I I, did. We didn't even do food, but I don't think I have anything. Did you eat anything good? Mm. Did you have any Girl Scout cookies? No. I didn't I we think eat I, somewhere did we together? Eat somewhere? Didn't we go somewhere? Did I dream that? I think you dreamed it. 
I don't think I had any. I did finally try um, Tacos 1986. Oh, yeah. And it was good. Yeah. I was, I thought it was delicious. I liked it a lot. I, I don't, I think they have loca- a few locations, but it was good. Yeah. Um, I've gotten delivery from them one night because they were o- they were like the only place open. I was so happy. It was good, right? Yeah, yeah. I liked it. So that's pretty much what I had. I was thinking like a lot of holidays are coming. What like Easter? Easter, Passover. Oh yeah, I was thinking St. About- Patrick's Day. Yeah, you got to make your Irish feast. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I need to, there's food coming. St. Patrick's Day is like soon. That's like in two weeks. I know, it's already March. Um, what I else? think You know what, because I went to Trader Joe's last night, as I mentioned, and they already had the Irish soda breads mm. stacked up. I like and I was like, we should own. make a fr- fresh one, yeah. Um, I like Ina's recipe. I know it's not traditional, but I love her recipe because she puts currants and orange zest in it. I love a currant and orange zest. I don't mind non-traditional. Switch it up. <laughs> I like the little currants in it. I mean, doesn't it have raisins in it? Oh, maybe. I think Irish soda bread has raisins in it. I thought it was just like plain, the traditional we're gonna get uh, I often see it with raisins in it, but I don't know if that's traditional, but it's pretty common here. Okay. Maybe it's not traditional. It's good. I don't know how it becomes bread. It's good. I'm not a raisin hater. I'm not a raisin hater either. They have a time and a place though. Um, and I like a little current. Those little cute little, little raisins, cute little raisins, basically. Kinda, right? Yeah. I don't even yeah, they're like they're small. They're little baby. They're little baby. Baby raisins. Um, okay, so St. Patrick's Day, great. We got to make hot cross buns. We always talk about it. We talk about it every year, and we've Let's never do made it. them. We're Let's gonna, make hot cross buns. We're going to do hot cross buns this year. I want a fresh bun. Um, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. I feel like I have exciting things coming up, but not till like, um, oh, we have Madonna next week. Oh, yeah. So we'll be talking about that. There's not, there might be food there. There is going to be food there. <laughs> I'm not holding up too high hopes for that food. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying where we're going before yeah. the show starts is going to be food. I'm curious. And I'm not saying it's going to be great, but, but am I going to try it? Yeah. I, you can't keep me from free food. If it's free food, I'm eating it. I'm trying it, and then worst case scenario, we go somewhere after. We're going to go somewhere after regardless. Oh, okay. <laughs> like that, I already was going to ask you about that, like where we need to find- like, We have a late night place. We need to go to a late night place because we're going to get out of there at like midnight or something. I don't know. Depends on what time she goes on. Yeah, she could be late. It happens. So we need to find a really late night place then. That's what I'm saying. Few options. We need to prepare for this. Um, Okay. We'll prepare. And we'll keep you guys posted. So what else is on the docket this week? We got our main episode coming up early next week. And then we got Patreon. We got like after show coming. And Ashley. And an Ashley Simpson. We're finishing up Ashley pretty soon. Yeah, let's wrap that up. We're wrapping that up. Wrap it up. We're going to see her orange ball performance, which I think oh, is another yeah. disaster. It so is it'll a disaster. It'll end on a high note It'll- <laughs> for us, not for her. Okay. Well, uh, bye. bye.